0: Hey homies, it's Michelle Bennett, graphic designer, turned marketer, turned interior decorator, and apparently now podcast host. That's right, peeps, I selfishly started a podcast so that I would have an excuse to pick the brains of designers, decorators, and industry experts so that I can get to the next level. And the best part is you guys are coming with me. Hey guys, I'm here today with Jackie Harper from Harper Designs. Thank you for being here.
1: Hey, 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 thanks for having me.
0: I'm pretty pumped. So I met Jackie. I don't even know how I met you, to be honest. Like we just met. I thought
1: yeah. about this today. Yeah. I don't know. One night we just ended up at dinner together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I listen to your podcast. I love yeah. your podcast.
0: So funny, like I don't even know anymore. I've just met some people, and this is not my my personality. I'm not like a make friends kind of girl that sounds weird, but like that's not my personality. I
1: would never think that.
0: It's not. I'm not I'm very like, I'm I'm not the yeah, I'm just not, but I feel like this whole thing. This, it's just it's opened up this new world for me and I'm like branching out and it's like it's so good and it's amazing that I've met so many amazing women like yourself so you're based in Burlington
1: yes and so. I think that's where this all started was I have a group of about six designers that I meet up with you have a group of about the same I think yeah and we kind of amalgamated and started yeah. like getting together so yes that's where it all started
0: yeah. You know what? We, we basically had our first mastermind session just to share with the peeps in case other people are thinking about doing this. We, we merged about, I think there's like 10 to 12 of us. I have no idea anymore, but the philosophy was like, well, let's try to meet once a week. That's a lie. Once a month Yeah. and share, you know, different strategies, tactics, whatever. And because there's so many people involved, if not everybody can make it because, you know, it's busy, we're busy, then we still have a decent group of people to like get great information from. So we've had one. It's so far so good. We're gonna keep flushing our way through doing,
1: it. Um a video call because I think I might have the baby. I
0: know, that's right.
1: I'm very pregnant for those who are listening. Yes. I think I have about three to four weeks left. I think I actually have five, but I think the baby's gonna be early. So um I'll be participating via some video call.
0: And and you're like still doing it out there. You're not even trying to slow down right now, are you? You're like seriously still working.
1: It's really busy right now, but you know what? I want to get it in before the baby comes so I can take some proper time off.
0: Yeah. Okay. I should note that if you can hear some banging, it's because floors are happening in my house. So you know what? We're just gonna have to deal with it. Okay, Jackie, let's get to it. I want you to start by sharing a bit of your backstory because you have a very interesting backstory and you started your b- business very recently. So why don't you fill us in on all of that and how you got to here?
1: Sure. So my backstory is actually in television, believe it or not. I went to school at Western and Fanshawe. You did? Yeah.
0: I went to Fanshawe. I didn't know that. I lived in, in London for like, it was like <laughs> home for me for over 10 years. Oh. No. Yeah.
1: That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I love there for. I mean, it was it was four years, so it was a concurrent program. Yeah, um, it was called MTP Media Theory and Production. I specialized in television, which surprisingly was not the journalism stream, which most people would think it was literally doing all the camera work. Oh, I was doing scenes in the studio. I was the camera girl, I was, you know, the technical director, and then straight out of school, I started interning at CHCH News in Hamilton. As what? As a camera girl. Okay. Oh my God. Doing camera. Amazing. Um, And so on the weekends, I secretly wanted to be on camera. On the weekends, I would get them to help me practice on the green screen. I started studying up on weather. And I would go to the library and I'd take up books on weather and I tried to figure it out on my own. And then before you know it, they were casting for the earliest morning show in all of Canada. And I had been interning for maybe a year at that point. I had done, you know, video editing the camp, like behind camera. Um, I was a production assistant for about a year. So just over a year. And then I had a demo reel cause I was practicing on the green screen on the weekends. And I got the gig and it was flipping crazy. I was 23 years old hosting the earliest morning show in all of Canada. Okay,
0: So like how early is the earliest morning show in all of Canada? So
1: I had to be at work at 2 a.m. Oh my God. That's not
0: early. That's actually
1: late. That's like a late. (laughs) (laughs) We we were the morning show that the morning show people would watch. Oh my God. I would be in bed at about five o'clock every night which was nuts Wow! when I, I was living in Milton at the time and I would drive in, I would have to make all of the weather graphics. So that's also how this all kind of ties in. It's so amazing. Yeah. It kind of just ties into the next career. You know what I mean? Yeah. So creating all the graphics, um, for the weather and I did traffic and I hosted entertainment and I did that for four and a half years. Am I frozen? Oh, no,
0: you're not frozen. I feel like you're going to need to, can you like try to think back to like a one-liner that you might have said on that show and can you deliver for that to, to us right now?
1: Right
0: now? No, um, like, we, like, like what would you say? Like, give me, throw out a
1: line right now that you might have I said. Said, said, um, hey, welcome back to Morning Live. Let's take a look at the roads right now. So far, things are smooth sailing on the QEW. That's literally what I would have said. This
0: is the best thing I've ever done. (laughs) It's so good. Okay, having, I have to ask, you know that we've talked about this. I would love to host a TV show. Like, did you, how did you learn, like how to talk to the camera in a, like in an angry kind of way? Did you just watch people and then learn, like kind of mimic
1: took a long time. I was so freaking nervous. I can share with you the very first behind the scenes that we ever filmed. Okay,
0: yes, please. So
1: nerve wracking. And I look back at those videos and just cringe because I was so bad on camera. It takes practice. Everything yeah. takes practice. Okay, but that's good to hear. The thing that I learned about that, Michelle, is people don't want to see the anchor, you yeah. know? When you're in broadcasting, okay, it makes a little bit more sense because you need to be really presentable. These days, people want raw. Yeah. So I started working at the shopping channel. I guess I should go yep. back for a second and say I worked on that morning show for four and a half years. I also hosted Tiny Talent Time. I still host it. It's a kid's oh, show. Oh, oh,
0: God. I'm so sorry. I'm on a call. Do you need no worries, me? No rush. I just wanted to say hi. That's okay. Hi. I'm on a call for an hour. <laughs> We will put that in the old blooper reels. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. That's my contractor. Okay, okay. okay. Um, You were saying that you hosted Tiny What
1: Now What? Yes. Okay, so I hosted the morning show for four and a half years, and then I host still today the show called Tiny Talent Time. It's a kids' show. Um, It's like a talent show for kids. Yeah, we just. I'm Googling. Maybe film like two months ago. You'd be amazed. We film about. 12 episodes, I think it is, in a weekend. No so, way. I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I still host that show. And I think we may have another season coming out in the new year. We'll see.
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to watch the schnizzy out of that
1: immediately. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, good. So the company I worked for, CHCH, they went bankrupt. Our morning show was canceled. I had no freaking clue what I was going to do. Because TV, honestly, Michelle, it is a dying industry. Everything is being streamed online. That's why I encourage you, video yourself, get yourself out there as much as you can. Yes, it would be amazing to have a TV show, but it's hard. They are far between these days. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So, So, sorry, how old are you when that happens, when CHCH goes bankrupt? Sorry, CHCH. I
1: was hosting um, when I was 23... And let's say, let's say five years later. So I was about 28 years old. Okay? okay. And I had applied to work at the shopping channel. So the shopping channel took me in. I worked there for a year and they basically told me, we do not want a broadcaster. We want real. We want you to be relatable. We want people to connect to you through the screen. So it was very hard. It was a very different dynamic for me to get used to because all I had been coached to do was this is the morning show, you know, a very yep. broad so yep. um, I had to reel back a few layers. And that's honestly, it was such good learning because that's what people want to see. They want real, they want raw. That's why they love Instagram stories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I worked there for a year. And at the same time, I started working under a designer in Burlington. Mm-hmm. So she took me in. I asked her if I could start working for her. She said, well, you have no design background. Why would I hire you? What can you do for me? Which is, you know, honest. fair enough. And I said, well, I've got a social media following. I know how to do social media. Let me run your social media. We'll make you some videos. I'll coach you on camera. We'll get this rolling for you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I did that for her. And she basically, in exchange, taught me design. She would bring me to reveals. I would film it. I would photograph all of her reveals and she'd say, Jack, style this bookshelf, or Jack, style this. And then she'd fix it to the way that she wanted it, but she was teaching me. It was amazing. That's great. I not feel like there's too many designers out there that would do that, you know? Yeah. So I'm very, very thankful for what I learned. And then- Do we want to give her a shout out? Sure, it's Karen Bennett Designs.
0: Okay, we- I knew that, but I wanted to let you if- <laughs> yeah. She obviously ultra talented and has a great following herself, Yes. Yeah. Shout out to that and okay you know what while we're on that topic sorry to derail you real quick but what in that in your experience being on the receiving end of her kind of restyling something that you styled right yeah. how did she approach that in a way that didn't like kind of hurt your heart or and like you know what's the best way to 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 do that and help somebody else learn without being like well I'm gonna
1: redo all this or you know what I mean like Thank what it's just the way that you say it and you just use it as a teaching opportunity, right? So mm-hmm. she, you know what, Jack, that looks great, but I would normally style in threes. So here are three yeah. white ceramics and I would tend to, you know, differentiate those first. Then I would add picture frames into a bookcase. So I guess she was just a really good teacher. I don't know that everybody yeah. would do that.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's totally fair. Like, for sure. Yeah.
1: But we became very good friends through it all. And yep. um, I think that's part of it too.
0: Yeah, So yeah. Okay, so you you work for her, she teaches yeah. you a lot, and yes. then you start to become like,
1: I like this and I want to do this. So then I started using my TV experience, like I said before, and intermixing it with my design. So I hired an agent and we started doing brand deals and I started going back on my morning show. So they went bankrupt, but they reopened as a different company. Yeah,
0: been there, right? yeah. Um, uh, when you say hired an agent, yes, what, what do we mean? And like, what kind of investment is that?
1: (laughs) Well, let me explain it. It's really not bad at all. Okay. So how that opportunity came around was because of all my TV connections. Mm -hmm. So several HGTV designers coming on the show, Joe Alcorn, Lisa Canning would be friends with them. Because they'd be coming on all the time and we'd chat while they were there. And both of them had the same agent. So, Joe, I had been invited to one of her design events, and her agent just randomly said, Oh, I'm going over to give Lisa a check. I'm like, Oh, Lisa a check. And she said, Yeah, I manage her. I'm her agent. And I thought, Ding, ding, ding. Oh my gosh, we have got to talk. I would love to have an agent. Mm-hmm. So, There are some agents that work differently. Um, I had talked to a few others. And you have to see which is the right fit, too. Um, The one that I had spoken with, I think she charged about $2,000 a month, which for me, no way I could afford that at that time. Okay, good. I'm like, okay, cool. Go, girl. (laughs) I had just lost my job. I was part-time here, part-time there. It was like, I can't afford that. So this agent, when I started speaking to her she was telling me how she had a different model and she charges, we do a 60, 40 split. Mm -hmm. That might seem like a lot to some people, but for me, I am not booking my gigs. I'm not booking my TV appearances and my brand deals. She manages all of that. She handles all the money and then I just get paid through her. So for me, that 40% is so worth it. Um, And then we aim to do quarterly projects. So this year, at the very beginning of the year, we did the Backyard Living Expo and we got Home Depot. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but a few other brands, I think Air Miles was involved too. So they pay me and then I do a few different TV spots for them talking about whatever they're hoping that I talk about. I incorporate them into the Backyard Living Expo. I did some on-stage presentations. Um, so again, you can see how it's crazy how the job. Yeah. Team- how it's worked together so well for me so well
0: and um okay let's go back to you okay you have a pretty decent I mean really good really high uh Instagram follower following um tell us tell tell us how many followers you have first
1: I you know what I've been stuck for a little bit at 11 um like 11,700
0: okay where did that grow from? Is it, did that basically like how long did it did that start since you've been a designer or you had an Instagram following an Instagram account when you were on TV and it started as that but then it's merged over the years and some of that is people people seeing you on TV and all that good stuff.
1: That's what's happened. So which is actually this awesome. Was my, this was my initial account when I was doing Morning Live, and that's actually where a lot of my Twitter followers are from too, because I have over six thousand Twitter followers from the Morning Show. And I started doing the shopping channel. Oh, am I still there?
0: You're good. You're good. I'm just, this is me intensely watching and listening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So so I had this when I worked at the shopping channel and it started getting confusing because the shopping channel wanted me to post about products. Mm. I'd be talking about a hair growth serum and then all of a sudden I'd want to talk design. So it got a little bit confusing. So when I worked for Karen, I started a different account, started building a following there and then once I left the shopping channel and just fully focused on design, I went back and kind of yeah. really focused on the design stuff. But I still had all of my TV following from The Morning Show, from The Shopping Channel. And then I have kids that follow me from Tiny Talent Time too. So oh my God. it's big.
0: You know what I like about that, even though like it's totally not intentional, is that you have a following of people that are assumed to be fairly geographically local because they've been following you from local TV. And like, those are definitely people that one day, like it's such a great transition for you that you get this following of local people that then you become a designer and then they're going to be like, well, Jackie, I'm going to reach out to Jackie. Like has I, has has Instagram been a really good driver of, of uh, clientele for you?
1: Instagram and YouTube, huge. They are my yeah. biggest, biggest.
0: And what's favorite. going on on YouTube?
1: Uh, so I just, I make YouTube videos. I yeah. need to be a little bit more consistent and persistent about getting those videos out and making that content. Um, but yeah. I have one video of our last home renovation. Um, our kitchen island was blue. And I have had so many clients say, oh my gosh, I just watched this video. I want your kitchen. Can you come work for me?
0: Yeah. So it's- That's amazing. It
1: worked out huge.
0: That's amazing. Okay, so so then you're working for the designer. Um, yep. And then you decide to, when do you decide, how long do you work for her?
1: I worked for Karen for two and a half years. And it, honestly, we became such good friends that in the end, it was really a mutual decision. We kind okay. of She came over and I had been doing all the TV stuff. So to be honest, I wasn't really supporting her brand and I was really building my own. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so we both talked about that. I never, ever thought I'd be running my own company, ever. I don't think that was (laughs) on my radar at all. Yeah. Um, But that just seemed like the next logical thing to do based on what was happening at that time. And she was very gracious and said um, she'd love to basically make sure that I got set up at all the different trade places and that um, she was really excited for me. And that, yeah, she supported me going on my own. And then literally two days later, I was on breakfast television – as Jacqueline Harper Harper Designs. <laughs> so it was a whirlwind. It happened so fast.
0: Oh my god, it's so good. So what the TV appearances that you've made as Jackie of Jackie Harper Designs um how how, how impactful is that to to driving business? And is it just driving exposure? Like how how would you quantify that for yourself and what it does for you and the business?
1: You know what? Honestly, I think it's more of the name. People are they're just passing on the name saying oh I saw her on breakfast television or my clients love it but they haven't hired me because of the tv my clients literally on Christmas Eve I was doing a tiny talent time show so funny watching me on their tv and I think we said um what is your Christmas wish and they pause the tv and they go that our home's finished for Christmas right Jackie oh my god they, they love it too because it's kind of cool to them to have their designer on tv and they can kind of check in on me yeah but I don't think that that's a reason why anyone's hired me and to be honest a lot of the fans they're wonderful fans from Hamilton but I always worry I always send my husband the address I think you do that too to Dave do you yeah I
0: used to I don't anymore um I don't well no like To be, I I haven't done it in a long time. If I go to a man's house for consultation, I gave Dave, it's just rare. Although, I mean, I just did, but it was a mutual friend of a friend. So I felt comfortable. I used to listen to a lot of true crime. So like, I think I was just like, really like, oh my God, I'm going to be murdered. I've I've cut out some true crime podcasts out of my life. (laughs) So I'm a little more sane, but I think it's smart. I actually think it's really important that you do that because it's true, man. Who who are these people's houses that we're going into? We have no idea. And we're so visible.
1: (laughs) We had several police reports filed when I worked at the station. You had security like watching you walk to your car. I've had gentlemen send me packages to my doors because they saw my home on a YouTube video. Yeah, it's it's quite creepy. That's scary. So I try to protect myself as best as I can. I don't list my business address. Of course. Yeah. And and I don't publicly share my phone number. I'm very cautious about my information, which is different from most businesses, right? Yeah. perspective but it's one for
0: you too especially because you are so visible you know so like you're on tv you're getting some creepers like it's gonna happen for sure yeah, so okay so then you 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 start a business you're on breakfast television two days later so what is that how long ago was that now wait so for it it's not, not
1: long my own business I've had my own business for a year and a half yeah that's it. Like that's yeah, it.
0: she's killing it too. So, and honestly, the reason I wanted to talk to you, and just as for context for the people listening, is that I just feel like you have such an amazing confidence. Like oh. the way you charge, the things that like I'm like really good. As I'm sure people can tell by the questions I ask. <laughs> it's like everybody says I have so many good questions. Is because literally I have so many questions <laughs> because I overthink everything. But like, I feel like you have an amazing confidence. You're like, this is what I'm worth. This is what my time's worth. But also it's just like, you don't overcomplicate anything.
1: Um, you know what? I feel like I didn't have to figure it out all on my own. So I kind of had that opportunity to ask all those questions and yeah. all that crazy, th- like the thoughts yeah. while I was shadowing Karen. Mm-hmm. So I honestly, I credit her a lot for that. I think it's really helped me figure out how to run my own business.
0: Right? For sure. I And absolutely credit her for sure. But then also like credit yourself because just because people get that doesn't mean they can thrive. So, okay. I meet you for dinner that one day and we all are talking about consultations and we're all like, so what do you charge for consultations? And everybody's like 300. I'm like 450. I think I'm a big shot. And you say, what do you say?
1: 895.
0: And I'm like, we all like mic drop that because- <laughs> I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Like, he that's fell it. fell out of the booth. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're amazing. How do you do it? So tell everybody what you charge and what your consultation looks like and how, why you know you can charge that.
1: Okay. So. And, and,
0: and basically I want you to tell everybody why they need to charge more and like get people yes. to your level.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Preach. I'm telling you. Hey. <laughs> People that gawk at that eight ninety five, dollars they are not the client that I want to be working for. Yeah. Second of all, once they've invested that amount of money, I find the turnover is fantastic. Like mm-hmm. the conversion to an actual client because they've already invested in you. Mm-hmm. I find it works very well. So I should clarify, $8.95 is for my clients that live outside of Burlington and Oakville. Okay. Um, and then the clients that live in Burlington and Oakville... I charge seven ninety five. So those are my two different prices. Okay. okay. Um, the consult itself, I basically go in there, telling the client that it could be the only thing that they need from me. So that's basically how I'm selling it. Okay. You are gonna get um, if you want a paint consultation, floor plans. We're going to talk furniture. We're going to basically look at everything that you need with your needs in mind that you should be able to proceed with the project on your own, right? So it's like a one-time investment for them. That's how I'm selling it.
0: Yeah, I love it. Okay, and- so sorry. So you, you basically somebody, let's, let's start right down to the beginning. How okay. do pe- leads come to you?
1: How do you receive a lead normally? Nine times out of 10. I do get a lot of Instagram messages, but okay. I always, always tell them, hey, here's my email. Feel free to send me an email and I will send you my pricing PDF. That's always okay. how
0: so they then email you. You respond with, "Here's my price." Yep. You actually just say, "Like, attaches my pricing PDF." Let me know if you want to schedule a consultation.
1: Exactly, that's it. And I expect nothing. Just send it yeah. off. And if they want something, they'll get in touch with me. If not, it is what it is. That's my price. Okay. So, out of curiosity,
0: because it's not a low number, how many? How many of like, let's say you get ten leads, how many will actually move forward and book that? Would you say if you if you could throw a number off the top of your head?
1: I'd say at this point, um, I think I'm booking about three to four consultations a month.
0: Damn, that's amazing. I uh, mean, I'm not doing that right now. I have done that in the past, but still at that price too. Um, but like, of like, if I say, if you if an email. Like, not does every single person that emails you book a consultation mostly? Okay, so, so, and okay, I'm gonna give you context where I'm asking this. I wanna ask this because I'm curious, like, and for the listeners, it's okay. You wanna scare off some people sometimes, right? And now it's a good time to do it as at the beginning. So, like, if you get five people email you, maybe two will book, maybe one will book, like, what does that look like? Just so that we can feel good that, okay, it is a high number and not everybody does book, but the ones that
1: book are great. You know what? I downloaded your conversion and I tried to, I haven't done it in a little bit, but I'm just going to look back here. Okay. See if that helps at all. So for the month of April, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, there's eight different inquiries for the great. month. of April. And just looking at these I love that you're so prepared. Well, not really, (laughs) as I count. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but still it's up and it's out, so it's good. I see three of those that pulled through on the consultation and then two of those that pulled through on projects.
0: That's great. So I think that's really important, um, first of all, too, into projects. And I think you're right. Your conversion is high because they've already invested a lot. And I have heard that recently. Yes. Right?
1: I feel like. Or, and also, I feel like when I show up for these consultations, I am giving them so much value. Like, I am not holding back, Mm -hmm. So they feel the value, they see the value, and it just translates from there. I think your price is so worth it. So
0: scary. I've been, since that that dinner. So also, let's talk about specifically, um, if somebody does a consultation only, do you try to identify before the consultation, whether they think they want more. And do you just, okay. So
1: you basically, I don't spend any time beforehand, like not a second, because I want to be able to, it's a two hour consultation. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to use that time with them and get paid for my time. Yeah. So I do ask them to create a Pinterest board. Okay. uh, Show me their design ideas, their style before I meet with them, but I don't touch that at all. And I don't look at that at all before the presentation or before the consultation. Mm -hmm. Um, That's smart. So I walk into there not knowing anything. Okay. Let's pretend you're in a consultation. If they're going to hire me after the fact, because I feel like I've made a reasonable amount of money for those two hours.
0: Oh my God. So good. Okay. Let's, let's, Pretend, I mean, we can't spend two hours on this call pretending to be in a <laughs> consultation, but let's pretend. Like, let we you are like ding dong, yep. client opens the door, what happens?
1: So I come in. Um, how do we normally start? Normally we start by just checking out the space. So I come in, introduce myself, then they basically take me to wherever we are looking at. So let's say it's the kitchen, we walk around, they show me and tell me what they're looking to change what they're looking to invest in. Um, And then from there, honestly, that normally takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. 15 to 20 minutes, just figuring out the space and what they want. Then from there, we sit down and we go over Pinterest. And to be honest, that's another 15 to 20 minutes. So right there, we've already spent 40 minutes Mm -hmm. of the consultation. It flies.
0: Totally. So when you're back... Um, and that first stage, they're telling you like, this is my kitchen. I would love an island. I don't have one. And are you then kind of going, okay, like, yeah, you know what? I don't think an island would work here, but what I might do is but da ba And what I do here is maybe like a cool, like lower of this color, but you're going to look at your inspiration, but you're not writing anything down or are you right? Ra- is it all just like verbal?
1: You write things down. So I just did a kitchen in Waterloo, like a consultation for a kitchen. And we are meeting them for a trade day next month. Um, while I was there, they do not like their kitchen layout. They can't stand it, but they felt very stuck. So during that first 15 to 20 minutes, I had proposed an idea. They hadn't even thought it wasn't on the radar to move their sliding doors that are right in the center of their kitchen to move them into their family room and to reclaim that as kitchen space. Mm -hmm. And it just started this whole new conversation that they hadn't even thought about. So I will write those things down. I use a program called Evernote. Have you heard of it?
0: Yes, I totally
1: use it. I've gone back to it and I love it. I used to use that with Karen too. And it's great for teams because you can share documents, um, Mm upload files. It's honestly, it's an amazing.
0: um, I liked it too, because my last consultation I used Evernote and it was like, type while I'm here, send the Evernote. It's not like, Go home, retype it into a PowerPoint. Also, I noticed you can copy an image from the internet in Evernote. Like it's just, it was really easy. So that's a great tip for people.
1: If you take a photo of a document, you can save it as a document file and it looks like you scanned it.
0: Love. I don't think I've ever done that through Evernote. No. So, okay. When you're, when you're talking, I'm sorry, I'm going back to this point of the, the consultation, like try to really drill down. You're talking. You're not pulling out a measuring tape yet. It's all just like you might. Would you maybe even you might draw a quick floor plan and be like, "Here's what I was thinking. Like, can you visualize that?" But yeah. you're not like mapping it out. You're not saying like, "Okay, okay, that's what I wanted to just." And you're just saying like, "And if you did draw something, you would scan it in and it would be part of the Evernote later." And you would add additional notes, but it's all just directional that they can run with. But it's not like your island will be five feet long. You got okay. it.
1: Okay, so we've started with the preliminary discussion of where things might go, okay, or what they want to change. Then mm-hmm. we sit down, fifteen to twenty minutes, on Pinterest and they show me. So I, I kind of teach them in an email how that they can comment on Pinterest images to say, I love this light. I love this Island. I love this pink color. And then we discuss those things and we kind of compare. So if we're seeing two rooms that they love, well, what, what do you love about this room? Is it that they both have white walls? If they, they both have a Navy kitchen. Um, so it's really kind of pinpointing their style and what they like, and what they want to see in their space. So that takes a good 20 minutes, to be honest. Yeah. And from there, um, just because I'm offering them everything that they possibly want during that, well, I mean, within limitations (laughs) in that two-hour meeting. (laughs) Um, Because you know what scares me is, like, if I start measuring, it's like,
0: we're doing this in two hours. Like, we're not thinking things through. So I get a little nervous about measuring and being like, I think your island should be this because it's like, I'm not thinking this through in just two hours. I, um, as much as I should have, like I should and would generally, you know, how do you balance that?
1: Measure, But the next portion of my consult is normally, um, let's say furniture placement. So okay. it's like a living room. I would be going in there. I do pull out the tape measure at this point. Okay. I they're kind of dreaming up where things can go for them. Maybe they want me to help them choose paint. That's the perfect opportunity to do that. I always bring my paint swatches with me. Um, so that could take another 15 to 20 minutes. You can see these increments in how it goes so fast. It goes fast. so fast, yeah. Um, I always, always ask them, is there any other room that you would like me to look at? Or is there anything else that you would like me to discuss with you while I'm here? Almost always, it spirals into, oh, I'm just gonna get you to look at my bathroom. Then that takes up time. Oh, no, I I really want your opinion on my media unit and my TV room. Can you help me with that? Sure, no problem. So we go and we discuss that. And I do keep a close eye on the clock. I do not stay past that two-hour mark. And if I ever feel like at the very end, I'm really stuck, I just measure everything that I need for my files, honestly. Love it. Yeah, so smart. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get one of those laser measures, but I'm scared it's going to be like two seconds.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. It's so funny. Well, you know what? Like, so how do you manage? Like, do you ever have clients who are like, oh, like what kind of coffee table were you thinking here?
1: Yeah. And I'll tell them my honest opinion. I do.
0: I just find that to be a hard question. Like there's so many variables like, oh, And, and so do you ever... Do they ever want you to look online and try to find them one? It's just yeah. like realistic. Okay. And, and how do you approach it? You just do it. And it's like, look, just so you know, we might not find it, but let's look, I'll show you what I think would work really well and why,
1: and I'll so pin it. I've only done that once. And the clients pre-warned me about that. So they paid my $8.95 consultation fee for me to come and just help them shop furniture. So mm-hmm. they had a direct by account. Okay. Literally, we went for two hours. And I sat there with them, and we just shopped direct by for two hours. I just helped guide them through. Yep. I threw in a vision board after the fact to show them the pieces that we selected and how that they would look together. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, it worked out amazing because now we're working on their whole house, and it's a home. Yeah. That was patio furniture. Okay.
0: And so... Okay. So you, at the end of it, you do send them the Evernote of the notes that you talk about. Do you go home and tighten them up a little bit? Make sure that they're cohesive thought. Maybe you're like, I want to elaborate here a bit. How detailed is what you send them is, is my question. I'm, I'm just so like, I think I, I struggle with, if I'm going to charge $7.95, for example, I'm like, I feel like it has to be so specific And I I guess I'm still struggling personally with like my value of just ideas, you know, and I think that's my own issue and I don't know how to get past that and I need to. So I'm always like, I need to give you more. I need to give you more. What?
1: Just remember that they're hiring you because they don't know what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes if I go to second guess a presentation, I'm like, no, 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 they're going to love this because they didn't know what to do or they would have done this themselves. So whatever are giving them, they are so thankful for truly. Okay. So I know you also have
0: a very like great process at the end of your consultation where you kind of sell yourself.
1: Yeah. So I got to show you guys at the mastermind masterminds. Actually. Yeah. I
0: didn't have a good look cause I had to go at a meeting, but I would like to look at it harder another day.
1: I'll bring it next time. Well, I'll show it on the video call. <laughs> so it's a binder yes. I bring to every single consultation. So this was a binder. It's funny because every project's different. And this project was one of my first renovation projects, basically from studs all the way through to the reveal. Um, we're just wrapping that up now. It's been about, a, it's a two year job, believe it or not. Amazing. But I have in a binder that's professionally labeled with my logo Um, You open it up and it has the 3D rendering floor plans. It has renderings of the individual spaces. It has vision boards to show them what type of furniture that I would have selected for that space. Um, And that would have been the first presentation before that renovation started. So they would have an idea to confirm, you know, the bookshelf we moved the fireplace from the corner to one wall. So it visually showed them and then they're on board. And that, I know we've talked about my hours privately, but just so everyone knows, that would take me. That one I undercharged for sure because it was one of my first projects. But normally up until a presentation, I charge 35 to 40 hours.
0: Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't put together a proposal, which I I think, right? A proposal saying like, okay, consultation somebody wants to keep working with you at the end of the consultation. Okay. No. So you're about to sell yourself. You have a binder. What does that look like? You sit down with your client. You say, all right, I'm going to tell you a little bit. Do you first say, do you determine whether they want you to do more work for them before selling yourself?
1: Nope. Never. I always show the binder. Okay.
0: So, so tell me what you say to lead that portion of the consultation.
1: So, I mean, it depends on when it comes up. If it comes up naturally in conversation, so let's say we're talking about the kitchen. I tell them that they can move the sliding door and they're like, oh, I just can't visualize it. I'll say, hold that thought and I'll grab my binder and say, I can do all of these for you and show you this is an additional fee. I would do a presentation. This is gonna take 35 to 40 hours. Think about it. If this is something you want to invest in, I can offer this for you. Honestly, I feel like I sell it at every single consultation. And not everybody wants that. Some people can see it for themselves after I've mentioned it and they want, or they just don't have the budget for the 35 to 40 hours, which is mm-hmm. reasonable too. Yeah. Um, but I literally show it at every single consultation. Okay.
0: See, and it's just so I'm going to test this out for myself because I like leave the consultation. I'm like, what's the scope? And at one point in time, do you determine specifically what your scope is, so that you can be like, this is what I'm doing for you, so that I'm focused my hours. When does that come up?
1: That's normally after the consultation. So let's say they email me and they say, you know what, Jackie, we've decided we'd really like to go forward with the 35 to 40 hours. I send them my letter of agreement. The letter of agreement, too, by the way, specifies that. Everything that I'm sending them is approximations. I am not an architect. I need to protect myself for that, right? Yeah. I do tell them whatever team that I'll be working with. So I do a lot of work with Foxwood Custom Homes. So a lot of the time it says, I will be working with Foxwood Custom Homes. However, I need to specify, I am not project managing. So I'm not responsible for the plumber, the electrician, this and that. That is all under the contractor and the builder that I'm working with. Um. And then, yeah, we'll list a scope of work. And that can be tricky too, because I work with a builder. So mm-hmm. if it's just furnishings, they're not involved. Yeah. It's okay. But when it's a renovation, the way that he works is he charges a 22% project management fee. And by doing that, he gives his clients full discounts. So I don't, I do not make any money off the hardwood if he's right. bringing in the job. Yeah. Um, And yeah, we're still figuring that out when I bring him on a job. So we're going to, we're testing out this Waterloo Kitchen, the consult I just did. We have the trade day next month and we'll see where the lines cross and where he takes over and where I take over. It'll be a bit different.
0: That's great though. Okay. So this is my takeaway from this conversation. My next consultation, I am not going to present a proposal and I'm just going to basically be like, I'm going to put together a binder for myself, just like you did. Yes. Yes. i take them through it. And I'm going to say, um, are you like, are you, you know, we're going to tell them all the things. And then I'm just going to tell them how many hours, cause I'm in the same boat as you. It's like, generally speaking, probably 30 to 45 hours is actually been beginning to end on average per room is a good rule of thumb. So if it's two rooms, it's times two. Is that what you do?
1: Oh, no, I mean, I guess it depends um, I'm. Trying- if you're sourcing
0: yeah. all the furniture for multiple rooms, I don't know what do your what do you think takes longer, sourcing furniture and all the things, or just dealing with a renovation for a room?
1: The furniture and all the things. For okay, sure. good. Me too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a lot okay. of work. It is okay. Yes. Okay, good. Um, So for you, no, you don't do that necessarily. I just here's the thing. I do mostly furnishing, so I haven't done a lot of renos to kind of work from. So the hours for me is a little hard there, but definitely. Like in my recent analysis of my most recent projects, which are pretty good to gauge on, it's been if I have four rooms, for example, or three, which is normally three to four rooms is what my average project normally is. When I net out the hours and I say this is how many hours it was, it was four rooms on average, it ends up being 30 to 45 hours. So that's kind of my rule of thumb now.
1: I try my best to do one to two rooms at a time, because what I find is you don't want people to stretch their budgets and then be unhappy with the work. Either.
0: You know what? I It's funny you say that because somebody else I talked to, I think it was Grey Oaks uh, Studio. And I was like, I like that because sometimes people come to me with a full house and I've done it. I I did it once. It was really hard because I did not have processes in place. But then recently I did it, but then they just they didn't have a budget. So we just reeled it in and it just was a lot of effort for no reason. So if somebody came to you, have you ever had somebody come to you with a full house? And you're like, I, I really strongly suggest we, we've this by two rooms at a time.
1: So I'm working on a project in Stouffville right now. I'm all over the place. Yeah, you are. <laughs> one in Erie, one in Stouffville. So this project in Stouffville was the one I was telling you about where we had um, picked patio furniture and then it turned into the full home that they want me to style for them. Uh, so basically we have segmented it so the first bit I have a meeting I have a presentation due for them in two weeks time so I gotta get moving on that yeah you gotta have a baby in three (laughs) so much to do so little time you're crazy and I love it yeah um I'll be I'll be doing a video call for the presentation from the hospital
0: I know you're like chill out baby hold on (laughs) this coach
1: (laughs) But so they wanted me to do their whole house, and I have segmented it. So we're starting off with their family room and their dining room because I feel like they're going to be happier with the end result. And for me personally, the money is going to go a lot further. We'll be able to invest in better pieces mm-hmm. and try to stretch it out over a lot of. Different and rooms. it's
0: so smart because you you build the trust early on with two rooms that it makes it easier for the next rooms. And you know they it just you start to. As opposed to and I've done it this way, present the whole house, kind of get it wrong a little bit, although that doesn't happen to me as much anymore, but still you you deliver, you they gain trust. And that next project for any client that I've worked with has been so much easier because they have built that trust in me now. They're like, I know, I know to trust her. So I think that's a really smart strategy and that I'm gonna start. You back? Exactly. <laughs> because
1: they have to do the rest of their house.
0: Exactly. And the good thing is, it's like you know what, in theory, like this seems like maybe you're going to do more hours because we're, you know, breaking up. But a presentation for a whole house is like a good five hours. You'd never be able to, pre- I couldn't. So it's like, yeah. but at the same time, we're going to get quicker. So I think ultimately it ends up being more cost effective on the services fee, right? Okay, okay so you, you yeah. say, okay, five hours. And you just, you don't even expect them to answer it then. Maybe sometimes they do though. They oh. say, yeah, uh, no, they don't.
1: I never really want to pressure them that's and maybe I'm not so good with the sales because I don't push them for an answer there I always say think about it let me know but I always want that confirmation in an email right and then the letter of agreement and then that's when I start working on the design
0: amazing so did you all what was your con what did you start your consultation rate at
1: 395
0: that's still outstanding. You know, I, I started at free ninety five, <laughs> and then <laughs> can you hear you my at free? I started at free. <laughs> I also started at my design rate at fifty dollars an hour. So I've come a long way. Yes. Did you? Okay. Did you go to consultations with Karen and were you in presentations with Karen? That is invaluable.
1: Yes, I know. I'm telling you, I don't think there's too many designers that do that. I'm very thankful for what I learned from her. Um, yeah, because it's invaluable, right? To yeah. have all of that information. And I found that I learned a lot about my style through her too. Um, yeah. Just liked what I didn't like, getting to play around with things, seeing how she changed things. It was extremely eye-opening.
0: That's, That's amazing. I
1: was saying to the mastermind, I really think we should do like a little design challenge for fun. Yeah. Um, and part like threes, just because it's, it's really fun. Oh, my God. Just how they do things.
0: You know what? Okay. It was, um, I think it was Andrea. That was like, sometimes I bring back up to, um, yes. to certain meetings, but you know what I think could be cool? And I'm into it. I'm into this. I'm very into this. If we, those of us who are into it, take turns being an assistant at each other's installations and, and not being there to do anything other than you tell me what to do. I'm going to do, I'm not here to tell you how you should, like, I, I'm going to be your assistant, but I'm going to see how you do things and learn. And then you're going to come to mine and do the same thing. And I, I feel like that could be a really cool idea.
1: I like it a lot. I do me, too. I, I recently hired um, an intern like that. Because before I was doing it all by myself. Oh my it goodness. Was so eye-opening when she came because literally she uh, I was able to delegate. I want you to open this. I want you to put this here. I want that to go there. It was so fantastic. So um, it's great to have someone else. Totally.
0: And honestly, it's like, it's not about, like, for me, it's like, I'm, you know what? You don't have to pay me. I'm going to show up here today. You, yes, I'm, I'm I- going to be your bitch. I'm going to do whatever you want me to do but I want to just see through a different way to do things through somebody else's eyes. And I want you to see what I do. And then we're going to be like, Oh my God. And maybe together, you know, it's a whole thing. Um, how many people would Karen have on site on an installation for like,
1: just us two. Just us how many, how many
0: rooms would she install in a day?
1: Um, I'd say one to two.
0: Yeah, okay, good. Okay, feeling good about life. I can't style. I hear some people say they can style like a whole house in a day.
1: Oh, gosh. So I just did a house and home feature about four weeks ago now, and it was their whole home. So that was a renovation, too. That was a two year project. um, And I had to break up the reveal into two days. Yes. First day was the bathrooms and the two daughters' bedrooms. So actually, that's Four rooms that was still a lot. The assistant on hand. And then the second was, it was too much. And I'm so pregnant.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I cool. can't. I cannot with you. You're amazing.
1: The second reveal was the following week, and it was the living room, kitchen, dining room, master bedroom.
0: And how many days did what that take out? you? It One day? Me. Yeah dude
1: I um, one day, but you know what it was the friday that we did the reveal the monday i had furniture being delivered we borrowed some furniture for the shoot the tuesday we did the house and home feature the wednesday we did a full photo shoot so it was a full week process um
0: and where are the clients
1: awesome
0: i have a fly I have flies in my house because the doors are always open because guys are coming in and out it's a whole thing um what where are the clients when you're doing this for a week do they come home
1: they, at night they were on site on the Monday um and they got out of our like they weren't there when we did the house and home shoot and they just kind of tucked away when we did the photo shoot on the Wednesday and then yeah because that's a huge inconvenience for them right mm-hmm. it's yeah, I know we tried to do it all back to back Because you want to get that stuff in and whatever they're not keeping, they ended up keeping half of the merchandise that we had styled just from a local store up country um, for the shoot, because listen to this house and home. They wanted us to use color for the feature. Yeah. I had a lot of tone on tone neutrals, which is so common these days. And what they had said to me was when people are watching their videos, they want to be inspired. They want to see color. They want to see something different. Uh, And that's why, they really insisted on color being in the feature.
0: That's so interesting. I think that's great advice for people too. It, it makes uh, you stand out, right? Yeah. You know what I find hard is that uh, when I'm styling in multiple rooms and there's an excessive amount of shelving, I love shelf styling, but let me tell you, like, it is a very iterative, long process for me, and it takes a long time, <laughs> like a very long time. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gearing up to get to an hour. Um, another thing I saw today was congratulations. You were in your first magazine. Thank you. Congrats. Thanks. You're just killing it.
1: It's crazy. Everything's happening. But I feel like, again, to go back to the two jobs merging together, like Hamilton was my home. Hamilton was where I was in broadcasting for so many years. So they reached out to me. It was Hamilton Magazine. I did the interview and I've recently shared with all of our mastermind girls um the contact cause yeah they feature a new designer every month so yeah. for anyone listening Hamilton magazine and that's my first official magazine feature as Harper designs um and are you
0: just pinching yourself or are you just like how is this a real life
1: pretty surreal I feel like I'm on this roller coaster ride and I'm about to have a baby and I'm just I just want to keep going it's I know I I know I don't plan on taking too much time off yeah I think it'll be well the last time so when I worked for Karen I had my daughter Evelyn and a month later we were styling behind the scenes for the Property Brothers
0: that's another thing which just came out right because okay so that's so interesting Property Brothers and and what somewhere whether it was you or on her Instagram I read how long ago it was filmed and the episode is just like live now can you share a little bit about that
1: yeah. So if you think about it, my daughter's almost two and <laughs> oh my God. old when I was there, I remember I, this is a little TMI, but I had to bring my breast pump to the episode and stairs. There's, like, go there's
0: well, never TMI on this podcast. Let me tell you, that's amazing. That's so crazy. It takes two years to, to do that.
1: For them to pull that out ulti- a long time I mean, Karen designed for the episode. I came and styled and photographed. Um, but we've been waiting a long time for that to air. Yeah. Like,
0: OK, so what is interesting to me is like, you know how, over time, like you think back to your OK, wow, see, I'm like burping over here. Um, you think back to your first projects? Like for me, I think back to some of my first projects and like the evolution of your design, and then you think, okay, I do this thing on a TV show two years ago. And then it's got to air two years later. Like I'm sure Karen's at a point in her career where like it's very consistent and like maybe the evolution's a little different over two years. But I think like if that happened to me now, I'd be like, embarrassed by whatever problem <laughs> I'm like oh god I don't even like that anymore that's, that? I know that's so insane how long that takes like nobody knows that see guys you can't HGTV is leading everybody astray it doesn't happen in an hour people it takes two
1: years <laughs> and think about it I mean they they were probably doing 10 shows consecutively they can't be on site for all of that. I think oh. Karen was doing the design for three months flat. So from start to finish, it was three months turnover, um, which is so fast. Think about just ordering furniture; Yeah. It'll take that long, right? And
0: how does she get derailed from projects and then being on TV? Like, that's got to be hard.
1: I think she thought it was worth it at the time for the exposure, but I'm not sure she'd do it again because of that.
0: And I have heard that, by the way. I've definitely heard that.
1: Also, Lisa Canning, um, another friend of mine, she was a designer for the show. She also casted designers behind the scenes for the show. Um, And this is good news for you, Michelle, because she'd actually be great to have on your podcast, too. Lisa Canning. Okay. (laughs) Um, Lisa, I
0: hope you're listening because I'm going to be contacting you.
1: Lovely. Um, Lisa was saying to me, you know, everyone wants this TV show. Everyone wants to be on TV, but really... It's not so great. She's been there. She had a TV show and she said, Unless you are huge, unless you're the property brothers, you yeah. have zero in what your design style is. Right? Yeah. Unless you're
0: Emily Henderson yeah. or, yeah.
1: They have all these designers working under them. We were styling for them. So it's very eye opening, right?
0: You, you, but, yeah. I like, what? I think that's really useful for like, if anything like that were to ever happen for, for management of expectations. So, and I've heard that for sure. I talked to, um, the, uh, save my reno lady, the girl from save my, yeah, my reno for that show. You know really?
1: What? Oh my I, God. Addition. Oh, I had a kinda... two hour pilot with, yeah, yeah. so that was, that was two. Well, when I had just started, like literally had just started with Karen, I had, I was narrowed down to like the top 10 finalists. We wow. filmed the two-hour pilot with Sebastian Clovis and Sabrina. So- yep. Yes.
0: And and I messaged her and I asked her some questions and she was like, it's, it's hard. You can't. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure with their her design style too, like it was very capped. They control a lot of it, right? hmm So there are some perks, but you also have to think about that. Yeah, that's why I find like we really got to push our YouTube content and video content because Mm -hmm. that's where you put your style out there. That's where you can put your own mark on your design. Totally, and also like
0: as an example, you know Orlando, he's got his show "Unspouse My House," which is funny. Uh, An old boss of mine was like, I might have told you this before. He was like if you can come up with a show concept, like I'll help you pitch it because I know some people or whatever. And I emailed him one day and I was like, well, what about the concept of like, I help divorcees transform their spaces to kind of get rid of it. And he basically told me like, well, I don't understand. Why would you want a niche like that? Like why it was, which is, a, which was an odd thing for him to say because he's a marketer. I'm like, well, I'm like, it's not that I only work with divorces in real life. It's that the show needs a concept, but he kind of made me like second guess the idea. And I'm like, it was probably like three <laughs> months, three months later, I'm supposed to my host my which honestly the guy's like so hilarious. So I'm like, well, it's a good thing because like that's glorious. But, um, but even him, like his personality, although I know he was also uh, like a, like a sidekick on Emily Henderson's show. So he had that visibility, but because he does so much video content and he's hilarious, like, I'm sure that didn't hurt him at all. Right. I know we talked about this more video content, more video content. I'm the same way. Like if I could find somebody who could just like follow me around, take some video, bang out some like footage and just make it happen. Cause to me, the to me, it's like the, the hardest part is the editing, the, the video. You told me that I'm a perfectionist. Like if you go to my YouTube channel, it's old, but like I, I did all those myself and the production value is pretty good if I say so myself, but I'm really bad at like letting go of the perfection. And I, and that's why I've been trying to do more on Instagram where I feel a little bit less like on IGTV. I just pull it together quickly and I don't give it like, I'm like, whatever, it's terrible, but it's not about
1: and that. Instagram's pushing towards that. Right. Yeah. When you actually think of the name Instagram, it's instant video. It's
0: exactly. Not that- it's Post- not perfect and people like yeah. it. Yeah.
1: The algorithm is going right now. I just noticed today. You can't even see the likes on my feed anymore. No, way eh? I don't have that yet. I don't think. Gone. I really think they're trying to push people to stop overthinking and yeah. just post, right? Yes. Age, interact, um, and be in the moment. I agree,
0: and it's just easier. It's so much less pressure, right? Okay, Jackie. I'm so glad that we talked. Can you tell tell everybody? I'm so glad we met, first of all, and I'm excited to keep hanging out. And I know you're gonna have a baby soon, but you know, like we're gonna. I'll yeah. have you
1: all at my house.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, while you're breasts, you know, you breastfeeding, doing your thing. Um, <laughs> tell tell everybody where they can find you and like your YouTube, Instagram, website, all wherever you want them to find you.
1: Okay, so my handle is um, Jacqueline H Designs on all of my platforms. So Twitter. Okay. Pinterest um, Instagram of course and my website is Jacqueline
0: amazing well have an awesome weekend it's Friday I have another call at four but um
1: were you having a drink this episode because obviously I can't drink with you no but.
0: you know what I'm, I'm trying to cut back the booze a lot to be honest yeah. um So yeah, no, I, I'm not
1: pregnant lady.
0: I know that would be rude. I was drinking water. This is not vodka in this bottle. It's water. I promise. (laughs) But anyway, thank you so much. Have an awesome weekend. I appreciate you. You too. Bye. So she's awesome. Isn't she? Thank you so much, Jackie, for being on my podcast and not so thanks for showing how potentially lazy I am because I'm going to tell you what I would definitely be using. Being pregnant is a wonderful excuse to be lazier and not work as hard as you are. You're a legit hero. Um, I'm a little mortified. I've been, I edited, I think it was three podcasts yesterday, and I'm mortified at the amount of times I use the word like. It's horrific. I'm very sorry. I will do better. I am going to actively work on not using filler, filler words, so like, um, all of these things. If I'm going to freaking host a TV show, I need to be better at all this. So that is my promise to you, that I'm going to work very hard at not using like so much because that sounded like a valley girl for a lot of that, and I am so mortified by it. All right, guys. Moving along, as per usual, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review. It helps people find me. It ensures that I will get some better guests on the podcast, because now I have I have a level of standard that I need to, to meet now. So uh, leave a review. Do it. Leave me a review. I would be ever appreciative. Also, if you are, you know, enjoying the journey and me sharing kind of the ups and downs, then follow me on facebook at real talk design with michelle Bennett. you can also follow the podcast on instagram realtalkdesign.podcast and if you want to get some inspiration in your inbox short and sweet real talk real short go to michellebonnett.com slash real talk and fill out your name and your email and you will get a little a few little nuggets some nugs we like nugs in your inbox on the weekly Anyways, guys, that's all I got for you this week. I'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye. Jacqueline, you know every time we do one of these shows, I'm always astounded by the level of talent. The kids really are special. And so young as well, tiny even. They're all under 12 years of age. Just imagine all the practice time. If only there was a title that summed all of that up. (gasps) Oh, oh,
0: Talent Tiny Time.
1: Close enough. Could you be a backup dancer for a music video one day? Hopefully. Yeah? I'm thinking of Kanye West or Jay-Z Oh, one day. that would be so cool. Imagine you <sighs> choreographed for them. Oh, that would be sick.